to consider the minutes of the meeting of the 18th of November. Colleagues, can we look at those minutes? Okay. Are there any amendments to what we've already seen? Are we happy? Speaker, it's Tasha. I move for the adoption of the minutes. Thank you very much. Uh, Natasha Mazzoni moves for the adoption of the minutes. Uh, any second? Huh? Swart seconds. Thank you, Speaker. Swart. Thank you very much, Swart. Having adopted the minutes, colleagues, I now proceed to deal with the issue of the, oh, the, the, the matters arising from the agenda. We have basically five matters arising from the minutes of the meeting of the 18th, starting with the one which is application. In fact, let me read them, the application of subjudice rule to the amendment of the Electoral Act, three, the scheduling of mini plenaries, four, task team on security in parliament, and the last one, the Parliamentary Institute. On the first one, application of sub-judicial rule, I will request Honorable Kasso to talk to that matter. Thank you, Madam Speaker, and good, good morning, Honorable Members. We have circulated um, what is referred to as a practice note, which was prepared by our legal services. But the essence of the matter, Madam Speaker, uh, is that Rule 89 uh, provides as follows. No, met, no member may reflect upon the merits of any matter on which a judicial decision in a court of law is pending. So the issue really here is reflecting or discussing the merits of a matter on which a decision is pending. Mm -hmm. um, and, and the application of this rule is such that members are, are allowed, permitted to refer to matters before court generally, as long as they don't delve into the merits of the issues before court. So we thought we should clarify that, but the practice note has been uh, circulated for members uh, to read it. And, and I think, with your permission, ma'am, I don't really think it's necessary to go through that practice note because members have been sent the practice note. But that's the essence of the matter. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Mr. Castle. Honorable members, uh, we have, Mr. Castle reports that the, the uh, legal opinion has been circulated as I had directed them, him to do so. So what, what are there any comments on that matter? A1, any comments of this on this matter so that we proceed? Um, Mm, Honorable Majordina. Thank you very much, uh, Honorable uh, Speaker. Uh, greetings to all uh, Honorable Members uh, in this uh, NAPC. Honorable Speaker, having read uh, the legal opinion and listened to Mr. Tasso, it becomes difficult not to get into uh, uh, merits of, of, the, of the issue once you start discussing. I therefore uh, support that let's not deal with the matter when it is still in court and there's a pending 
a, a, a judgment or, or ruling on the matter. Let's refrain from doing that. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Honorable Machutina. Any other hand? Thank you very much, Honorable Members, for your understanding. So we will not discuss this. Honorable Natasha Mazzoni. Thank you very much, Speaker. Um, speaker, there is a, a direct way of discussing an issue that doesn't deal with the merits of the case. So, for example, if I am... Uh, it, uh, Let's give an example. I have uh, uh, destroyed an item of property in Parliament, and I am before uh, the, my my case is before the courts. It doesn't mean that we cannot discuss uh, whether or not um, I am able to come and speak before the House. It does not deal with the merit of the case. It deals with a rule um, of Parliament uh, as to whether or not I may may come before the House. So I think instead of having a blanket rule that goes exactly exactly against the sub ruling we've just been given by Mr. Castle. I think that we should be mature enough to be able to decide um, on a basis, uh, a subject basis at a time, whether or not we discuss an issue, because I think that we will be able to realize if we're going into the merits of the case, or if we are simply discussing a, a person that is involved in the case. And I, I, I think that blanket rulings um, are, are never a good idea. And I think that we should deal with issues as they arise and as they are forthcoming in this committee. Thank you very much. Honorable Maz uh, Natasha Mazzoni, do you have comments on the report which has been presented to you by Honorable Tasso? Do you have issues? I agree with him completely. But what I'm saying is that the Honorable Majudina said, given the ruling that Mr. Castro has given us, we must not discuss anything that is before the court. And I have an issue with that. I don't believe that that is the correct interpretation. I believe that Mr. Castro's interpretation is completely correct. Okay, I thought we could avoid a discussion of this matter, you know, and proceed to deal with other issues. But I will nonetheless allow for Mr. Honorable Papo. Honorable Hope Papo, I saw your hand earlier on. No, I was going to say that uh, the Chief Whip, uh, Major Dina, was correct. Uh, unfortunately, in a political environment where we are not lawyers who focus on the details, we're going to, what are we going to do? When somebody's in the middle of a discussion, are we going to call a point of order and say, but they're discussing the merits? It's going to be a very difficult situation. Why can't we just wait, they make a judgment, and then we discuss the matter? Thank you very much, Honorable Papo. Honorable Lakude. Honorable Speaker, uh, thank you. I'm covered by Honorable Papo. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Honorable Swat. Uh, thank you, Honorable Speaker. One of the issues that we often discuss in the Justice Committee is the delays in finalization of matters, and that is would not be uh, matters before courts where there might be a complaint due to a procedural issue or a delay in finalization. And I think that might be something that does not go to the merits of any matter, but purely relates to process. So I think that that might be something that is alive. I'm speaking generally, not specifically to anything. So I just think that that is something we need to also bear in mind. 
Thank you, Honorable Speaker. Thank you very much. I think uh, we've come to the end of this discussion. I'm sure you agree, Honorable Swart, that the delays on matters really are matters is an issue which is beyond our control. If there are delays in court processes, then as the third arm of the state, which is the legislature, there is nothing we can do about it. We can always just talk, comment about how it is, the matter is delaying, how it is dragging and so on. But we have absolutely no control over that. And on the basis of that, I would like us to accept the report from Mr. Castle and accept what the proposal made by the Honorable Pemi Majudina on the basis that indeed we are not lawyers, we may as well find ourselves venturing into discussions of the merits of the case. I thank you, honorable members. We now proceed to deal with an item report on from committee section. Madam Speaker. Yes, thank you. You have mentioned other matters arising that Speaker may want to deal with before we proceed to the committee section. Okay, I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry. There is the scheduling of many of the amendment of the electoral act. I'm really sorry, colleagues. Um, the scheduling, uh, the amendment of the electoral act, just to report to the colleagues that, uh, uh, as we discussed last week, that there is this pending uh, uh, decision and and seemingly there's a, there was a bit of irritation and impatience which was expressed by the honorable members because of the delays uh, by, by the department concerned. So what I did then was to write a letter to the leader of government business to remind him about the constitutional court and that uh, we would uh, prefer that the head to the executive head of the Department of Home Affairs, which is responsible for this matter, should present this matter to parliament as quickly as possible, sooner than later. So once that has been presented to us, then we will entertain a discussion on the matter. Agreed, colleagues? Agreed. Honorable Speaker. Yes, Honorable Agreed, Honorable Speaker, thank you. Thank you very much, uh, colleagues. We then proceed to a third item under matters arising, which is scheduling of many plenaries. And uh, I request Mr. Castle to present that to us. Thank you, Madam Speaker. The, the matter was raised, Honorable Sheikh. for debates, especially debates sponsored by the other parties, the smaller parties. And, and indeed there was that commitment, but the reason we could not have many plenaries in this the last term is because of the changes in terms of the program of parliament in preparation. Many plenaries, more many plenaries to be to be arranged 
and and I think that's the matter that the chief whips uh, will discuss and uh, create more space for many plenaries. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you very much, Honorable uh, Minister Tasso. Uh, Honorable Singh, I see your hand. Yes, thank you very much, Honorable Speaker. The report from Mr. Castro is noted. Thank you. Recording in progress. On the parks where we are staying, I think that should include. I know it's under public works, but it should also be included in the 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 task team's work, scope of work, as to that the parks that we are staying are amply safe for us and for um, our our children. So I think um, that should also be added into the scope of the task team. Thank you very much, Speaker. Thank you very much, Honorable Changwini. I support that. The, the team should be, look at the, be holistic, look at all other areas. Of course, this is not a team which will be dealing with this particular matter per se, but this, will, this is a team which will make sure that those who are tasked with the responsibility of security of these parks and the precinct of parliament reports to us on a regular basis. Honorable uh, Natasha Mazzoni. Thank you, Speaker. Speaker, I, I have good news, and that is that um, we have received tremendously good work and tremendously good service from the Security Services of Parliament. They have kept me updated 
all the way with regards to the break-in. They are on the top of their game. Um, they have looked at a series of footage um, that they have found um, in and around the time. Unfortunately, it's just, um, well, I suppose, clever timing on, on behalf of the thieves, unlucky timing for us that it was during the, the local government election. So, of course, one cannot go through six weeks of, of footage, but they have been incredibly helpful. And uh, I would uh, publicly like to thank uh, Mr. van der Spey and his team for the assistance that they've given me. They have um, certainly made my offices feel a lot more secure. And I would also like to agree with the Honorable Hanguini that um, the parks are terribly important. Um, uh, the spate of uh, snakes that we have seen uh, around the parks, our biggest fear is a, a grown-up adult knows what to do uh, when they see a snake, but a child may be interested and approach the snake. Um, so, you know, something is, is, is um, much you know, it seems mundane uh, to, to some as, as a snake, but it, it could be life-threatening otherwise. So I agree completely that the park should also be a place where um, ourselves and our children feel safe to be. But um, I'm very confident that the security services looking after us are doing a good job. I've seen it firsthand, and I'd like to thank your office and, and their office for responding in the manner in which they have. It's been a, a pleasure to deal with them in an unpleasant situation. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much, Honorable Mazzoni. Thank you for the positive news. Honorable um, Kalipi, followed by Honorable Papo, and Honorable Singh, you'll be the last on this matter. Uh, speaker, I wanted to get a clarity. Yes. Uh, also, uh, agreed on what Honorable Tangwin also raised, because it's a cause for concern for uh, members who are residing on villages. But I wanted to get a clarity in terms of the terms and reference of this uh, task team that you are going to establish, because as far as I remember, Speaker, this is not the first incident happening in Parliament. And um, I know that Parliament also played their role in terms of investigating what happened within the precinct of Parliament. But now the Speaker is initiating to establish a task team. So I just want to check the terms of reference and uh, uh, what uh, the Speaker is raising, I think is very important to say that if there is a member who is being um, a, a, a reported that there was a, a break-in in his or her offices, so the speaker must be proactive in terms of uh, avoiding that. So this tax team is Ohamba is Ifigepi, because I'm looking at a, 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 a speaker at it in, in such a way that it must not happen. And it's also uh, raised some concerns that in parliament, inside parliament, we have to experience such things is very scary. As I'm saying, Speaker, this is not the first time it happened with our president. And I can't remember what can be actually but it is very scary that we can be, I mean, be experiencing a breaking in parliament. So I, 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 I recommend what the speaker is saying is going to establish this system, but just clarify the, the scope as, as Honorable Natasha is saying. What is the scope of this system? What are we intended to achieve? Because my intake speaker, we must just avoid at all costs to happen this thing in parliament. Thank you, speaker. Thank you very much, uh, Honorable um, Kalipi. Well, my assumption, even before the 
the rest of the members, the ones who have their hands up speak. My understanding is that we will sit and develop the terms of reference. I think what is important is not so much that we will deal with technical aspects of, of that work, but we, want to, we will not duplicate the work of the existing structures, but there has to be some form of accountability. And I believe that accountability should be at the level of the, on, of the honorable members. So the committee, the team that is conducting, so this will serve as a deterrent, honorable Kalipi. I don't want us to be receiving reports about, of course, we'll receive reports about how far cases are which have been reported before, what has happened to those cases. But what is important is for us to sit, strategize and assist, provide guidance to the team which is there, your security, on how to deal with issues uh, of security here in parliament to deter and avoid a repetition of what has happened before. That, that is the purpose. Thank you very much. Honorable Papo, do you still want to comment? I wanted to understand the relationship of this uh, team to the members of uh, members uh, affairs uh, structure, which is chaired by member Baroto, and mm -hmm. the parks dense committees. Uh, is it going to be just that's the issue I wanted to 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 understand? Because we're saying we need to ensure that the parks committees function, because these issues which are being raised in the parks have to be attended to by the uh, committees in the parks which then work the committee chaired by member Brod. That's the, the, the only issue is the relationship. Member Moroto is part of the presiding officers and reports to us. And what I want here is for better coordination and, and regular feedback so that at any given time, when issues of violation of security and invasion of privacy of members happens, we should understand the context within which that has happened because we shall have put in system, put systems in place to avoid just that. So that is the issue. I wish we were not entertaining a long discussion. Memoroto, I see you have your hand, but I will ask Honorable uh, Singh first. Thank you very much, uh, Madam Speaker, very quickly. Perhaps, perhaps the chairs of the parks could be invited on an as and when required basis when we're discussing the parks specifically. But I think the matter I wanted to raise has been covered by Honorable Natasha, uh, a security threat of a different type, and I think it requires serious attention. And these are the crawling things in Acacia Park, where I see a lot of exchanges on our WhatsApp site. Thank you. You snakes. Thank you very much, Honorable Singh. Um, Mamu Roto. Thank you, Speaker. Good morning. Uh, Speaker, I think uh, I agree with you on the task team for the security, but on the issue of, uh, of, on the, issue of the parks and the, the snakes, I just want to say that uh, we are meeting with Public Works on the 3rd of December. And uh, the issue is known to the chief whips uh, because we raised the issue of the parks uh, being neglected, uh, the grass is long and so on. So we will be dealing with that matter. 
of the safety in the parks in terms of the cleanliness and the snakes and all the other issues. Thank you. Oh, thank you very much, Mamroto. Um, uh, Honorable Mkalipi, is that the old hand or a new one? Yeah, old one, old one speaker. Old okay. one in a young in a young person though. What are you saying? Thank you very much. Honorable Julius. No, thank you, Chairperson. No, I agree with the task team. Uh, but I think we should also look into uh, uh, what the role uh, was of others. Uh, why was it? Uh, how did we get to this stage? Because for me, if people cut grass and, and do all the work that they were supposed to do whilst we were not in the, on the, uh, in the parks, uh, this thing wouldn't have happened. Now, for me, there's another problem and it is financial issues now. Okay. Thank you very much, Comrade Julius. I now invite Mr. Kaso. Uh, we all know that uh, and uh, it increased heavily, uh, 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 Madam Speaker. And uh, for me, seeing a snake on my stoop the other day, I'm not going to sleep there. I'll fly in and out. I'm not going to sleep there. I'm not sleeping with snakes. I don't know whether there are snakes in my house. So there should also be people to go and check our houses, whether it's safe for us to go back. I don't know whether there's a snake under my bed. So when I saw these two snakes on my stoop, the two doors were open because I wanted uh, ventilation in the house because I haven't been there in a while. Now, I don't know what's in there. I'm not going there. Honestly, I'm not sleeping with snakes. And I'm sure lots of members will do that, uh, uh, you know, and, and it will cost us in the long run, you know, flying in and out. We have the houses to reduce flights also. So, uh, Madam Speaker, that should also be taken into account. Thank you. I understand, Honorable Julius. Uh, you belong to the same club as myself. Uh, we will do something about it. Mr. Speaker, I, I belong <laughs> to this elite club that you talk about. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> now, Honorable Members, just, just, to, just to say that this is a matter which will be attended to. Honestly, when I was raising the issue of security of parliament, I was referring to some of the incidents which have occurred, where there have been break-ins and so on. I wasn't aware of this particular one, but it should be the easiest to start with, honorable members. I see that uh, the secretary of parliament is on the platform. Ms. Kiyama, before Thank I- Thank you, have honor. Thank, thank you so much, Honourable Speaker. Good morning, Chief Whips and the members of the committee and officials. Um, I just wanted to reiterate on the village board, ma'am. Um, I did communicate with the Chief Whips. The, the fundamental thing that is a weakness is that, ma'am, the village board is not meeting. And that is a forum that constitutes of a multi-party representatives, the S-SUBs, public works, and other people are securing the villages, um, honorable speaker. We raised it with the DG, acting DG, Faisal, on the 18th of November, and they've committed to convening the village board. Because once the village board works, ma'am, 
the village committees will work effectively and they will hold public works um, at hand so that they actually do clean the villages regularly. So I, I just thought, let me share this through you, Speaker, um, that members do know there is a village board that's been inactive for a good two years as, as we speak. Thank you so much, uh, Honourable Speaker. The rest, I, um, I, we took guidance from you in terms of the report we shared with yourself. Thank you so much. Okay, okay. Thank you very much, uh, Ms. Kiawa. Just to remind honorable members that uh, we also have a joint programming committee which is scheduled to start shortly. So we must, we must now try to round up. Honorable members, I think we have noted the issue of security, including issues related to what honorable Jules has raised. And I really, all I wanted was for us to, to adopt this. The team will have to come together as quickly as possible, develop terms of reference, see how we can assist Mamoroto and her team, how we can assist and even ensure that this board you are referring to, Ms. Kiawa, is indeed functional. So the most important thing for us now is to put measures in place which will deter a repeat of such a occurrence. That, that for me is, okay, Honorable Chisa, I see your hand, yes. Honorable TS, I see your hand. Okay, I proceed then to, to invite a Honorable class. Oh, there you are. You are muted. You are muted, Honorable Chisa, TS. Unmute, please. Well, can Unmute. I ICT to assist him, ma'am, because his mic is on. Okay, thank you very much. ICT, thank you, DS. Oh, oh, okay. There seems to be a problem there, DS. Even though you are unmuted, according to the system here, but we can't hear you. You are not audible at all. The system is delaying you. This body before, before technology. I see something. Very that <laughs> now there's a phone there as well. Okay, Can you hear me? You can, can you see hear me, Madam Speaker? Yes, the system is delela delaying you. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. All right, I'm using uh, another gadget. We can uh, see that you have yeah. a phone on your face. Yeah. Now, um, what I wanted to say is that uh, I have had discussions, two of them, with the Deputy Minister of Public Works. And some mm -hmm. of those discussions include uh, dealing with waste in the villages and other related issues. So I suggest that uh, as part of the report backs, we will discuss with Mebo Roto. He was unfortunately not able to attend that meeting, but he sent a, she sent a representative. We will bring that report as soon as possible when it reaches fruition so that uh, the matter is addressed comprehensively. Uh, the one about snakes and waste that generates those conditions there. I just thought I should... Uh, provide this information to members for now at least. 
Thank you very much, Honorable Sinodi, but you do support the establishment of this. Yes, yes, and absolutely. Is the most, yeah. All we want is to ensure that there's political accountability because yes, this yes. problem of security has been going on and on. Thank you very yeah. much, Honorable Sinodi, uh, DS. Now we proceed, Honorable Members, to deal with um, the item which I hand over to you, Deputy Speaker, for information okay, of okay. members, the parliamentary institute. Yes. Um, um, I, I, Madam, Madam Speaker, Speaker, thank you very, very much. much. Uh, there, there is, is um, a, a presentation, but I would like, like to be free from that, that presentation and, and rather present the narrative. narrative. The, the presentation can be used as a resource for members because members have it, I assume, so that um, I can uh, summarize the key issues. Uh, the first one that I want to start with, Madam Speaker, is to inform members that uh, in discussions with yourself, there has been agreement that um, going forward, the quality of communication be, uh, between ourselves in Parliament coming from and going to the speaker's forum, forum will, will be improved on, on a regular basis. First with presiding officers, all presiding officers in both the NA and the NCOP, uh, but also with the, with the political parties across the board, so that this communication is timely and can be fed into by members at different, different points. points. So, so the, the speaker's forum, forum uh, have done a number of things. Uh, today, we would like to talk to the creation of the Parliamentary Institute, uh, which uh, has been in discussion for a long time in the sector. Uh, but ultimately, we have arrived at the decision that we should go ahead with it. And the idea that is that this launch must take place on the 9th, and that the purpose of its establishment is to bring coherence in the capacity building initiatives that we have in parliament and in the nine provinces. And, and so far, the work of the speakers forum has been supported by the uh, by EU funding. And it's important just to note that there has been discussions between ourselves and the EU ambassador. Uh, the speaker will talk briefly on this matter, I hope, as part of what we are discussing here. But the most important element is that the decisions of the Speaker's Forum is that we should have two representatives of the National Assembly and the National Council of Provinces, and two representatives of the provinces. And, uh, and then there are three experts uh, who have been recommended uh, in order to provide technical professional assistance. Um, and in addition to that, we expect that in each province, um, uh, legislatures will establish uh, a team of ex-members to serve as a resource to the Parliamentary Institute and the legislatures generally on matters relevant uh, to the capacity building initiatives. Uh, we plan also uh, to have uh, relations with other partners in this matter, such as the School of Government and, um, uh, and the research institutions, such as the Human Sciences Research Council, 
the CS the CSIR with its scientific foundation and capacity uh, housed as one of the entities of the Department of Higher Education. Uh, this is uh, so that that partnership will be very crucial to continue to provide support so that members have access uh, to education, uh, specifically to improve their capacity for engagement with issues before us in Parliament as individuals, but also as committees. Uh, these programs will be coordinated through the Parliamentary Institute. So these are uh, uh, these issues uh, have gone a significant way. Uh, we uh, uh, consulted uh, with the rest of the provinces about names and so on. These are coming together and uh, we will circulate a finalized list uh, this week uh, so that um, uh, uh, members now know who the members of the board are. Because I chair the reference group on, uh, on capacity building and gender. I have been asked to chair this parliamentary institute. Its term of office uh, will be generally five years. But now, uh, those of us who are now going to be in the institute, in the board of the institute, will serve only up to the end of the, uh, of the, of the term in 2024. Those who will follow us will then serve for full five years. That's broadly the, the picture and the preparations. The CPA uh, International, uh, which we are members of, and members remember we launched a branch uh, here, has an academy. And that academy has uh, uh, online uh, programs that are immediately available uh, to every member of the branch, so to speak, uh, in the legislative sector in our country. So immediately on their website, uh, this, this academy and its programs uh, can be seen and looked at. We do wish to encourage members to, to take them on and give us feedback about their, their relevance and appropriateness and how they can be improved where this is appropriate. We know that there are a number of members uh, uh, in parliament from various committees who have, uh, would be interested in knowing uh, what is happening to the funding. And we do so up to master's level in the programs we have with VITS and, and UJ. And um, we hope that with improvement, uh, we will be able to do a range of issues. Members must remember that the, the, the entry level program and, and those that build on that entry level uh, can take up to masters as we are saying. Uh, there's a question, there are questions around the doctorate and its funding. And this matter will also be clarified soon once we have finalized things. I think it is uh, what we hope uh, is going to be clear for now is that now that we are establishing the institute that our relationship with universities, including our partners such as the Kenya uh, Parliamentary Institute, which has a longer history, and others that we will locate in the legislative environment, in the global uh, organizations of parliaments. We will continue to establish a mutually reinforcing relationship 
to help with the capacity of members according to their portfolios, but according to their being uh, public representatives. We hope that members will support this program because uh, it's not only valuable now during the course of what members are doing in their uh, various committees, portfolio and select, but also uh, once they leave their post-tenure uh, deployment and work, uh, such uh, capacity building will be very relevant and absolutely useful. And so this is what we thought we should say. As I said, the, the presentation uh, that uh, the support team has prepared is available and provides uh, in more detail just the, the framework of the history and the development of the Parliamentary Institute. We hope that uh, this is an important progress in our more better organized capacity building initiatives. Uh, thank you very much, Madam Speaker. Thank you very much, Honorable Mitchisa. Uh, Colleagues, please allow me to postpone a discussion of this matter. There is a lot of information which was given here by the Honorable Deputy Speaker, and I would request the Deputy Speaker to prepare a written report for circulation of all the issues he was talking to. You may be familiar with some of them, but maybe not with the others. So I request that the report should be extending a separate item on the, on the agenda of the coming uh, um, um, programming committee. I'll tell you why. We have spent 45 minutes in this meeting. It should have been 30 minutes because we have a joint uh, programming committee meeting. So I'm not suppressing honorable members, but we are simply postponing the discussion of this uh, report. It's a very important report, which we've just received from the deputy speaker. And I will not allow for it to be, you know, to just browse over it. We need to discuss the issues yes. because they are very critical issues. So allow me to suppress you honorable members so that I then allow for the next report to be presented on from the committee section. Do you agree, Thank Honorable you, Madam Speaker? Because you had your hand, Honorable Sim. I hope you accept that. Uh, yes, Honorable Speaker. I'll, I'll discuss some matters with the Deputy Speaker when I have a chance. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Honorable Singh. I see you got it down on the screen uh, from the committee section. Uh, a report, please. Good morning, Madam Speaker, Honorable Members and Colleagues. Our report starts with slide number two. On this slide, the PC on Justice and Correctional Services uh, has the cannabis for private purposes. The committee had deliberate briefings by the departments on the 23rd and 24th of November. The deliberations will continue in November and December and the committee is planning to adopt the report on the 8th of December. The next slide, it is the traditional cause bill before Peace on Justice and Correctional Services. The committee has revised its program. The plan was to deliberate and adopt the report on the 30th of November, but a new date is to be set. The next slide, the Standing Committee on Finance has finalized the revised fiscal framework. 
uh, the next slide. The standing committee on appropriation is on course with the processing of the medium term budget policy statement. The committee is planning to finalize the report on the 7th of December. The next slide. The standing committee on appropriation is also on course with the division of revenue amendment bill with the uh, finalization of the revised fiscal framework. The bill has been referred. Now the committee is planning to finalize the report this coming Friday, which is uh, tomorrow. Uh, the next slide. The standing committee on finance has finalized the tax and revenue bills uh, yesterday. The report will be on ATC. The next slide. PC on mineral resources and energy is busy with the public hearings on gas amendment bill. The committee is currently in KZN and the next leg will be the virtual public hearings on the 30th and the 3rd of December. The next slide. The PC on trade and industry has the copyright amendment bill. The deliberations are planned for the dates indicated and the committee is planning to finalize the bill uh, during the first quarter next year. The next slide. PC on health with the national health insurance bill. The committee is busy with the virtual public hearings with the dates indicated on the slides. The next slide. A PC on transport, the National Road Traffic Amendment Bill. The committee has uh, included the 30th of November as another date for deliberations and further date is the 7th of December. The next slide. PC on social development is currently busy with the Children Amendment Bill, public hearings in various provinces. The Committee is now in Gauteng. Next week, it will, they will be in Free State. The week that follows is Western Cape, and the committee is planning to finalize the report in March 2022. The bill has got a deadline, a questionnaire code deadline, but the process is on course. The next slide. This is the statutory appointments before PC on communications. The committee has finalized the interviews for SABC board members. The process of adopting the report has been postponed. The vetting process is still taking place. The next slide. This is the MDDA board central appointments before communications. Interviews also have been finalized, but the process of vetting is still taking place. The committee will determine the date to finalize the report. The next slide. The Center of Appointments also before PC on communications. That is the appointment of ICASA councillors. The committee completed the interviews. The vetting process is taking place and a date to finalize the report will be decided. The next slide. A PC on communications has finalized an international trade ag agreement which is the final act of I2 World Radio Conference 2019. The report is on ATC. This concludes our report, Madam Speaker, Honorable Members, and colleagues, Galewo. Really, really,
Honorable members, are there any comments on the report? But please, if there's nothing of significance, please let us not discuss the issue because we, we've run out of time. We should have started our joint committee meeting at nine o'clock. Is that acceptable to you, honorable members? That we do not discuss this. We Thank you very much, Honorable Singh. On that note, I then invite uh, the, uh, the report, uh, Honorable Kaso, on the bills. Good morning, Honorable Speaker, and thank you, Honorable. Honorable. Um, yes, thank you, Honorable Speaker. Um, my colleague, Mr. Tao, has already touched on the bills that were referred, so I'm not going to report on them. They appear on number 34 to number okay. 38 on section B. So the okay. only thing that I'm going to mention is number 36, 37, and 38, which is the tax bills. They have been tagged. And for information purposes, I will report that the criminal procedure and second special appropriation bills were passed yesterday and they have been sent to the president for assent. Thank you, Speaker. Very much. Thank you very much, uh, Ms. Mbata. That was short and sweet. Thank you very much, colleagues. Colleagues, we note that and we're happy that uh, at least there's finality on some of the bills. And hopefully the presidency will will uh, ensure that uh, these are ascended to as quickly as possible. The next one, honorable members, is the consideration of the draft parliamentary program. Um, Mr. Kasson. Thank you, Madam Speaker. The programming whip will uh, present the program. Just highlight. Uh, Mr. Kaso, I didn't hear that. We're saying the programming whip member would uh, present the, the program. Ms. Lesuma, Ms. Lesuma, are you here? Honourable yes, Speaker, yes, thank you very much. Um, good morning, colleagues, and thank you very much, Honourable Speaker. If I may, uh, we are in week 21, and I will just be quick as possible that today, it's an it's a it's a it's a it's a uh, oral questions for reply by the honourable president at uh, at fourteen hours and then the, the, to tomorrow then it will be a what you call it committee day. Other than that, the rest it has been a circulated chase reflect like that. Only safe to say that the ethics report that was scheduled to be before the house next week it will be on the last week before the house rises because the honourable speaker must. Uh, preside on that uh, when that report is being presented to Honorable Speaker. That's an only highlight that I may make an emphasis on. Other than that, as circulated the rest of the chair.
Madam Chair, we have already logged in. Oh, you are here. Thank you very yeah. much. Okay. Thank you. Uh, uh, we are eavesdropping on your de deliberations. 